Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George and Ori with you along with Marla Martinson, the magic seeker. And we'll take your calls next hour with Marla. Marla, in your dealings with channeling, have you ever been tricked by one of those on the other side? I have not been tricked. I know that's always a, a big, you know, big question that people have is wondering if there's some, you know, some trickster coming through. But I, I haven't. Well, that's probably a good thing, or have you been lucky? Um, I just think that, well, I, it's your frequency. You know, if, if you're kind of expecting something lower to come in, or maybe if you've been drinking or doing drugs or joking around or not taking it seriously, I guess it could. But my guides, and, and we have gate, gate, a gatekeeper, so you're – main spirit guide or your angel they're your gatekeeper and mine will just probably um, keep those out um yeah so it's pretty much my main guide thomas um and then some now some galactic uh entities come through with messages which is pretty cool and they're from more other planetary systems yeah, yeah, they're like galactic uh, energies, which I started coming through when I started doing some um, plant medicine journeys. So it like um, it it sounds and and you know what, George, it's like I was always kind of a even though I was very um, magical minded, I was also very practical. For example, years ago, you know, you'd hear different people talking about, oh, connecting with their angel, the angels, and there'd be different, you know, authors or radio people and say, oh, yeah, I'm getting a message from an angel. And I was like, what? Well, I guess, you know, angels are real, but really, come on, they're, angels are giving messages or, you know, ETs are giving messages. And I, I was skeptical until it happened to me, until these beings started coming through and the Proof, I guess, is in the pudding because when I relay the messages to people, it's always accurate. Have you ever come across, Marla, any psychic vampires, people who just drain your energy? Oh, I used to. I used to all the time. I was the kind of person I was kind of codependent and I would always befriend the people that had so many problems or, you know, the the, yeah. the uh, underdogs and they would be draining or or in yes, but I've noticed since I've been working on myself more, my frequency's higher. The most amazing people come into my life now, and I really don't have that now. But I used to a lot, and I was probably a psychic vampire too. And my younger days, you know, I had I've had to do a lot of work on myself. I was probably draining some people. Really, <laughs> you feel like you did that? Yeah, yeah. In my twenties, and and uh, especially. Um, I was an aspiring, well, I was doing acting and living in Hollywood and I, I just was like out on my own and, and, um, dating the wrong guys and doing everything. And I, I'm sure I was, um, I remember one gal who, who just said, you know, it, basically, you know, it's nice. It was nice knowing you, but you know, let's not be friends anymore. Yeah, I've, totally. I mean, I, don't we all kind of look back like on our those days in our 20s kind of and some often cringe i remember oprah winfrey saying something on her show once i i weep for the woman that i was when i was in my 20s well the old saying woulda coulda shoulda remember yeah exactly exactly do you continue to channel now though don't you 
Yeah, I do, and I'm I'm uh, working on getting better, working on my mediumship skills. I did a did a session with somebody yesterday, and she wanted to connect with her late husband who'd passed away five years ago. And I I, I was, and I don't advertise that I'm a medium. It's not on my website. I don't say, yeah, um, do a session with me, and I'll bring in your deceased loved ones. But somehow that's what she asked, and and he did come through and he came it came through great the way he looked his personality things he said to her so it's exciting i mean it's always it's it's an expansion it's always um you know getting better and growing and it's like a, it's a lifelong adventure now when we take calls with you next hour of course they can ask you about the paranormal and the occult and magic but if they want a specific reading they are to give you just what a question and then you're going to pull a card mm-hmm. or one yeah. of your tarot cards yeah. okay yeah. All right. What is the the death card? If you ever pull that, what does that mean? Yeah, the death card is um, it can be really good because it can mean the death of a situation. Let's say you're um, okay. That's smart. Something maybe a job, a, a job that you know you're you're going to lose because you're going to get something better. It could be a death of relationships, a death of some old patterns, um, or that you want to release. So I don't, it's rarely the death of the actual physical death of someone. It's, a, it's um, the death of a situation. But well, you will, you will be very honest to people though. I mean, if you see something that is not too bright or good, you'll tell them that, won't you? Well, I mean, my, when I do readings, it's really to uplift people. So I wouldn't, uh, I don't say anything like, like about sickness or divorce or death or anything like that, I'll maybe see a situation and say, you might want to switch your energy or, or clean up some old patterns. Um, a lot of women will call me about love and they'll want to know if their ex is coming back or if they're going to find love or they're in an abusive situation. And so I can see that they've got to do a lot of self-love work. Maybe, maybe they've got some codependency issues or they had a a lot of times it stems from childhood, usually before the age of 10 where something happened. It could have been maybe their parents got divorced, their father left the picture, they had a difficult childhood, something happened. And then that sets up maybe alcohol, you know, alcoholic parents or something, and that'll set up their their patterns for in adulthood. And so really, I, I will encourage them to, because I'm a coach too, I'm, I'm a boundaries coach, I'm a certified coach, so I do coaching, but and I and I will encourage them to do work on themselves because often they're thinking, well, if I just get this guy or this other person, it's going to make me happier. If they just come back or if this situation, they're kind of looking for that external fix where it's really an inside job. Well, with Marla Martinson, the Magic Seeker, her website is her name, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Again, we'll take calls next hour, questions about the occult or about magic, or if you want a specific reading with a tarot, she'll talk to you for a minute or so about yourself as well. Let's talk a little bit about energy healing. What do you do in that arena? Yeah, so um, now with, of course, COVID, uh, I do more, I do, I do distance healing, and that works just as well as in person. Um, before COVID, people would come to my home, and I have a, a studio where they'd, they'd come, I have a massage table, and they'd lay down, and I'd you know, put crystals there and, and um, energy healing. So it's hands-on or hands-off healing, and it's just channeling that healing energy, balancing the chakras. But I love doing the distance 
as well. And I'll just, I can even write the person's name or put their picture on my altar, put a few crystals around, and then I have my intention and send them energy. And I love getting the feedback because some people will say, oh, I felt tingling or I felt like a light touch on my shoulder or I felt this or that. Um, so it's, it's a really beautiful um, thing to do. Is your goal to increase their energy level or, or what, what do you do if you come across somebody who is, uh, you know, got low energy for he's being suppressed or she's being suppressed by some entity or something? Yeah, well, I had a very interesting um, case. <laughs> One day I got an email from a woman uh, overseas and she, she says, do you do I think she said deliverance services, right? She says, I have this entity that's plaguing me at night and, and uh, I can't get rid of it. And she says it was my fault because I called it in, but now I can't get it to go away. And do you do anything like that? And I had not done anything like that before. So I said, listen, I says, I don't want you to pay me. I want to do this as an experiment and I'm going to do the work t- uh, tonight while you're asleep. And so I put this woman's name on the piece of paper and I worked just about 20 minutes calling in the archangels and my guides and, and uh, sending energy and clear doing clearing and asked, telling that entity to go away. And then she did, I kept in touch with her and she said, it did, it did go away, it did not come back. And um, so that was very exciting. And um, the same thing happened with a, uh, with a neighbor in my mom's area. She had uh, had for years an entity, plaguing her, even knocking her out of, slapping her face, knocking her out of bed at night. She said it had plagued her all her life, and she didn't want me to do any energy work on her because she was afraid that the entities might come onto me. So I wasn't really worried about that, but okay, so I I didn't do anything. But one day she was just exasperated, and she came over and says, can you please come over and help me? I can't even get any sleep at night. And so I cleared her house with sage and and in every corner and, and called in the archangels and the guides, and I saged her, and I told the entities not to bother her anymore. And uh, she told me as well, she goes, I slept great uh, that the next that night. They didn't come. So, Marlon, what does sage do? I've heard from so many psychics and channelers and mediums. When they do that around the house, it seems to work. But why? Yeah, it really, uh, it's it's cleansing. Oh, and I love the smell of it. Somehow it just does. It'll cleanse. And it's also your intention. So you're saging the space. You're burning that, that sage, which is really, you know, beautiful, natural, um, from the natural world. And then it's your intention to clear and it's just like we clean, you know, you'll sweep and you'll vacuum. So we want to sage the energy because energy, the imprints of energy can be left. Let's say you had an argument with someone or um, there was some, you know, other people lived there before you or whatever. You just, you like to clear your space sometimes. And then you open the windows and you let all the, the smoke out. But I like, I clear um my space quite often and you can use you don't have to just use sage you can use a singing bowl you can use bells you can clap your hands you can use a drum um, or your intention there's a lot of different ways you can do it how often is dark energy in a house well i wouldn't say dark energy is even always in a house um it could it could be um and I, I feel, I do feel like if there have been a lot of um, arguments or sadness or maybe a lot of grief, or maybe you work from home and you had difficult clients or something, it kind of just has a lower, it's really more lower frequency, I would say. 
where you want to, to clear. Now, some houses may have some ghosts or entities or, but I do not, now I do, I will say this, I, I, there are, there's traffic, it's what you call traffic. So there are spirits that um, they wander the earth and they're wandering in and out of people's houses. I mean, it looks like if we just look at our, our space, it looks like it's an empty space, but it's not empty space. There's, there's people, there's entities walking through and stuff, but they're just passing through. Have you ever been at a point where you felt threatened or something could happen? No, only when I have those sleep paralysis. It's just, I, it's so scary, and, and it feels like you, it's never going to end, <laughs> you know, because you just can't control it, and you're, I'm screaming in my head, you know, pl- please, I'm always screaming, Archangel Michael, Jesus, come, get this thing, you know, help me. And and I just keep saying it in my head because I can't open my eyes or anything. And sometimes I'll be in bed and I, I, my husband's sleeping next to me and I want to reach out to him or scream and I can't. I'm just completely paralyzed. It's very bizarre. It, it, and it is a, a really a horrible feeling, isn't it? Yeah, because you and and I know like in my head, I'm like, OK, this is going to end because it always does. But it just feels like it goes on so long. You've talked a little bit about the, in your book the magic seeker of astral travel. How often right. do you, how often are you doing that? Yeah, I can't make it um go, you know, when I want it to. It's very interesting cuz I'll be laying in bed and um all of a sudden what happens and maybe many of the listeners, you know, it's happened to as well. I'd love when they call in, I'd love to hear if if, if it's happened to them, but I'll I'll just it's almost like a car motor will start up. And my, it's this buzzing and my whole, it's this vibration, very heavy vibration. And then I know that that's when this, my spirit's going to lift out, my astral body's going to lift out and it'll just, then it'll go up. And that's, and it just happens like spontaneously once in a while. And it happened as when I was a kid a few times. Well, you know, you were right. You said we astral travel every night when we're sleeping, but not a lot of us remember being in that astral state. You you know, you just don't remember it. And then, you know, sometimes, George, have you ever had it like all of a sudden you feel like you're in bed and you feel like you tripped or something? Or or you you feel a jolt. You feel a a jolt. jolt. Like, yeah. And sometimes I'll even feel like I tripped or fell, but I'm laying there. And that's the body. I, th- I think it's the astral body coming back in. I, I think landing. so, too. The jolting yeah. thing. It is. That's right. Yeah. I had one when and, I was 11. I haven't been able to duplicate it, Marla. I've had some of the greatest astral projectors on this program, and right. I've read books about it and everything. I can't duplicate what happened to me at 11 11 years old where i remember being in my astral state i'm sure i'm traveling all over the place at night but i just not i'm i you know i remember my dreams but i don't remember waking up in my astral body other than that 11 year old boy right right and then do you have some some dreams i'll have well not a dream i'll absolutely know that i met someone on the astral plane like i saw my dad he came and sat at the edge of my bed. And it was, was just a, a, um, a, uh, isolated incident. It wasn't like this long a dream. It was a specific isolated incident. And then I, I've never forgot it. It's just as fresh. It was a few, few years back, just as fresh as if it happened yesterday. And so that's on the, there'll be 
specific times where we never felt, I never felt myself go out of the body, but I know I was out. And then there's been times when I would like take a nap and I would feel myself kind of just fall over off the side of the bed, like roll out. It's my astral body rolling out. So it's not, there's not always that vibration, but um, usually there's the the vibration. Can you travel outside of your body at will? Or does it take a while? No, I can't. And that would be really cool. So it just happens once in a while um, spontaneously. And I don't know why. And I always wonder, how come it's doing that now? A lot depends on, you know, what you've eaten before you go to bed and all that. It's all kinds of possibilities. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But, you know, you were saying, like, you astral and see people. Uh, I, I don't do that because I just don't remember the astral traveling. I, I, you know, I dream, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I dream vividly, but uh, I don't remember the astral travel. Yeah, maybe if you make a make a um, ask to before you go to sleep and say, I want, to, I want a specific incident or something. Sometimes when we have that intention, um, it can happen. But there's been times I flew, I, I was lying up in the stars and I flew over these buildings that looked like I was in Greece or something. It was all like these white buildings and water. And I felt like I was up there. It was really incredible. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.